Hi, my name is Miri Paisan. Welcome to my movie report where I talk about the movies or shows I've watched this week and what random stuff that makes me think of. This is episode 10, An Unconventional Romance. Let's get started, shall we? So I figure for now, I will just talk about the movies that I've watched this week. And I tend to watch much more than the uh, average bear. Uh, so I'm just going to talk about them in the order that I watch them. Um, so starting out, uh, we watched John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum, released in 2019, starring Keanu Reeves, Halle Berry, Ian McShane, Lawrence Fishburne. And it, you know, we decided to watch all of the John Wicks just to see what had happened. Um, because I had never seen them before and it seemed like it was time. So I've watched one and two already that I talk about them in episode nine. And here we are in episode 10, where I finally got to see chapter three. And I understand that chapter four is floating around already out there somewhere too. Uh, but we haven't watched that one yet. So chapter three picks up minutes after chapter two ends. And one of the things that I complained about last time was that I didn't like the action sequences. They felt too long, too drawn out, and I was kind of bored with them. <laughs> but in chapter three, I actually liked the action sequences better than in either of the first two movies, partly because it was more than just guns and hands. I mean, in fact, you know, the first fight, John Wick kills a fellow assassin with a book in a library. I mean, that's pretty badass. You know, the pen is indeed mightier than the sword or the pencil, as it was established in chapter two. Uh, there were a lot of head stabbings in this one and crotch kicks throughout the movie, but um, I actually put down my cross stitch for most of the fight scenes in chapter three, except for the pawn shop. That one just, that one went way too long, but the rest of them, it was like, it actually grabbed me as someone who is not a martial arts enthusiast. So I thought that was really interesting. The next movie that I watched uh, just randomly was I picked up all the old knives from 2022 starring Chris Pine, Dan Dewey Newton and Lawrence Fishburne again. <laughs> this movie was serious and sad and a spy movie. I mean, think like um, Eddie Izzard's A Room with a View and a Staircase and a Palm, only the spy edition, right? All the Old Knives is a quiet art movie with spies in it, but really it's about the dynamics of relationships and the deadly damage that secrets can cause. So if you like tragic romance, you'll like this movie. Um, I don't, so it wasn't my favorite, but Chris Pine did take his shirt off and his pants. So, you know, there's that. Uh, for the third movie, <laughs> this one, I want to give you a description before I tell you what it is. Okay. We're looking at a paranormal action romance movie about a captured alien invader being tortured by a mad scientist and is rescued by, and then in turn captures, the reporter trying to find out what the mad scientist is hiding. As the alien invader and the reporter learn more about each other, the alien decides to hang out on Earth rather than conquer its people and helps the reporter to save the world from the machinations of the mad scientist and the rest of the aliens. And by the end of the movie, they are 100% in a committed relationship. 
Okay, do you know what movie this is? It was Venom from 2018, starring Tom Hardy, Michelle Williams, and Ruiz Ahmed. And it's funny because so many people think that superhero movies are a genre, but they're really not. It's kind of more of a setting almost. An engaging superhero movie has characters with powers, but it has like a genre too. Maybe it's a historical romance like Captain America or a family drama like Thor or a heist movie like Ant-Man. But the driving tension in Venom is all about how Venom and Eddie come together. Remember that the question in romance is never who, it's always how. And we go into the movie knowing that Eddie and Venom will be together by the end of the movie. That's literally the point of it. Um, There may not be sexual tension, but it is definitely about the formation of a couple. And it's surprising to me because like a a friend of mine pointed this out they called it a um, a rom-com and I don't think that it's actually a rom-com but I do 100% think agree with them that it is a romance you know and a delightful one when it's really interesting when you look at the movie through that lens you're like oh yeah there's the dark night of the soul oh yeah there's this there's the HEA you know like it's all in there (laughs) And so it was just a lot of fun to to watch that one, looking at it as if it were a romance instead of just the hard driving action movie that you expect it to be with, you know, Tom Hardy, who is delightful to watch. Um, After that, uh, we watched. um, So I was away for a week because my husband and I are celebrating our 10-year anniversary. Uh, So since my husband is also a film nerd, we celebrated by going to see a double feature. So first we saw Drive Away Dolls, which came out this year starring Margaret Qualley, Geraldine Viswanathan, with cameos by Pedro Pascal and Matt Damon. Uh, Drive Away Dolls is a psychedelic, irreverent, and funny road trip buddy movie. And it's a Cohen movie, uh, although it was only directed by Ethan, uh, not, not the both of them. So, and as with many uh, Cohen movies, it's really kind of difficult to peg down without giving everything away. So, but here we go, we're going to try. <laughs> so, two young women decide to leave town. Uh, using a drive-away service where they drive someone else's car one way from Philadelphia to another locale, in this case, Tallahassee, Florida, don't ask why, except that due to a mix-up, our heroes end up with more than they bargained for in the form of a briefcase and a box leaking smoke in the trunk of this car that they are driving. As they write on the trunk lid, love is a sleigh ride to hell. This movie contains aggressively lesbian content, which is not something typical coming from the helm of a straight white man. Oh, and there's like a lot of dildos, be, be warned. <laughs> but it was, it was really refreshing. There are some references to people not being okay with lesbians existing, but that has nothing whatsoever to do with the plot. It's just a background part of their life. It wasn't a laugh a minute, but 
it was laugh out loud and it's a lot of fun. So if you like Cohen movies, you're probably going to enjoy this one. Unless, of course, you're a raging homophobe, in which case you should probably watch it to see that lesbians are just people too. Um, so that was the first part of our double feature. And the second part was American Fiction, which came out last year, 2023, starring Jeffrey Wright, Erica Alexander, John Ortiz, and Leslie Uggams with Issa Rae and a cameo of Keith David. This one is a black literary author gets frustrated that his books aren't selling because they're not black enough. And in a fit of frustration, writes a book making fun of all the black tropes that sell. Not only does that book sell, but so do the movie rights before it's even been published. It's a fun and engaging movie. And it's a discussion about the fine line between listening to marginalized voices and being performative. Incidentally, it's based on a book by Percival Everett called Erasure, which happens to contain the book that all the hubbub is about. So if you're curious what that book is like, you can actually read it. Um, and Erasure is also a much more nuanced and detailed version of the story that the movie shares. This movie was witty and meta and very well made. Okay, I strongly recommend it. And so because I was in Portland and it was raining, we did this double feature of the Driveaway Dolls and American Fiction back to back. And it turns out to be a fascinating combination since both movies spotlight marginalized voices while highlighting the normalcy of the lives that the straight white community might consider exotic, right? It's funny because while Driveaway Dolls has two lesbian protagonists, that fact in and of itself is not central to the plot at all. They could have been anybody and the story would have been mostly the same. But with American fiction, the fact that the protagonist is black is the plot, you know, and it was just a really great combination to compare and contrast the two movies. So those are the five movies that I watched this week. Uh, reviewing really quick, it was John Wick, Chapter 3, All the Old Knives, Venom, the, the get Drive-Away Dolls, and then American Fiction. And they were all delightful. They're all great. And I hope that, I don't know, I gave you some insight into them maybe or a, a, a fresh way to watch, especially Venom. So I hope that you have a fabulous week and I will talk to you soon. This is Miri Paisan signing off.